In the Gemara Omer Alf, we had a question regarding a sukkah which was barely ten tefachim and it had some hutzim coming in within the ten tefach area. Amaya figure, that's okay. Rubber responds, no way. Dira sruchai. Nobody lives in this type of dira. We have another machlek is between Abai Rava and Amud Beitz regarding an Amud a post in a sukkah. Abai maintain, well, if the Amud is ten tefachim high, we apply a concept of good achitz which is a universal concept applied to Shabbos, elsewhere, which tells us that the top surface of an area, which is in itself 10 tefachim off the ground, is considered like it's surrounded by mechitzos. We view the uh, the uh, surface of the Omer as though it extends upwards, and it surrounds the upper surface. Rabbi responds, that's good by Shabbos. Here we need mechitzos nikaros, recognizable mechitzos. Tangible machitza, and you don't have it. How are we meant to understand this machlokes between Abayi and Rava? And is there a connection, perhaps, between both discussions? Between Rava's response, Dirus Ruchai, and Rava's response, Bidan Machitza Sinikaris Falaka? Is there a connection between two things? Perhaps there is. We take a look at Toysus, the Ramasal Pochas Mishlesh, all at the end. He asks the Kasha on the Gemara. We had a case where the sukkah was less than 10 Tfachim in height. This fellow, dug out a chakak, says the Gemara. If the chakak is close in proximity to the walls alongside the sukkah, actually within three tefachim, then you're okay. We apply the concept of lavud, we erase the gap, we, continue, we consider the wall and the chakak as one continuous entity. Now you have a machitza ten tefachim Asks Teisvis, then why is it that by Shabbos, when we have a similar halacha, Gemara Shabbos of Zion speaks about a bias, which is uh, too short. The interior space of the bias is not ten tefachim. And he dug out into the floor of the home to complete the asara tefachim. We don't find any requirement of toich shloisha. It appears that even if the pit is at a great distance from the walls uh, alongside the bias, you're okay because you mitzaref the wall with the chakak, you have ten tefachim. Why is it that only by sukkah do we need the wall and the chagak to be within three tefachim? Answers to this is a fundamental difference between mechite spy Shabbos, which are only meant to be moinea regular rab, try to cre- keep traffic out of the area. What's the point of creating a mechite on Shabbos? You're trying to create a confined area. Which is separate from the rab, says Toysus. The purpose is to be moinea regular rab then as long as the crowd is kept out, you're okay. The Rabbim can't enter this bias. The big wall in front of the bias. And the fellow inside the bias is protected from the Rabbim. So since at the end of the day, he's sitting in a mokim, which is mukav ten tefachim. He's in a pit, which is say uh, two tefach deep. Surrounded by mechitzas of bias, which are ten tefach high. He's surrounded by ten, by ten tefach mechitzas. He is in a Yoshis HaYachet. And even though the Mechitzes are not next to the Chakak, they function as Mechitzes. Because again, from the outside, the Mechitzes are ten high. See, the roof uh, takes away some of that thickness. So, the, tfach, the, the Mechitz on the outside is near the Rabbim because it's ten high. That's okay. As opposed to Sukkah, where you're trying to create something. Trying to create a mokum of sukkah. It's not a point of just separating from the crowd. Trying to generate a mokum dira. Here says Taisvis. 
We require that Mechitza should be very close to Schach. And likewise, in this case, we need that the, the Mechitzas alongside the Chakak should be next to the Chakak, which is really the Makam of the Schach. That's the Makam where the Sukkah is kosher. And if they're seen together, if they're deemed as one continuous entity, they connect to the Chakak, to the actual Makam of Sukkah, the Makam of Schach, then they can be used, they can be applied to the Sukkah. So there's a big difference between Shabbos where you're just trying to be mafzik, trying to create a barrier, keep the public out. And mainly you have a Rosh Hashayachat, as opposed to Sukkah, where you're trying to generate something there, a positive entity. In which case, as Iran says, the, the Mechitzas have to be Niroiz Kishelah. They have to be seen as though they belong to the Sukkah. They have to be close by. And therefore we need them to be next to the Chakak. So through this um, tesis, we can understand the argument of Abaye, the argument of Rav. See, Abaye maintained, why can't you have a sukkah which is tent fachim high, which has some hutzen coming in? What's wrong with it? You have machites, tent fachim high, hutzen are insignificant. Right? We're speaking that they don't generate enough shade to be considered tzachach. So what's the problem? See, Abaye was working with the precept of machites of Shabbos. He was using that as a precedent. Mechitzas are fine. Says Rav, no, sukkah is different. Sukkah is there to create a makam dira, but sukkah is teish for shivas yom. When you have leaves hanging below the tent, dira sroche, it's not fit, it's not livable. Sukkah works with different guidelines. Even though the mechitzas are valid, but the living quarter, living quarters are not considered proper living quarters. Likewise in the second machlekes, Abayah says, an amud gavoy asara, good aches, no problem. Just as we apply the concept of good aches by Shabbos. Let's view the top surface of this amud as though it's surrounded by mechitzes and kasha for a sukkah. Says Rav, no, Shabbos is Shabbos and sukkah is sukkah. Sure, they're considered mechitzes for Shabbos. But for sukkah? The Ran says, you need be'inan mechitzes and the chorus ke'ein dira. It has to be livable. You have to be physically surrounded by tangible machitzes to create a, an environment of dira, a makam of resonance. Sure, technically you're separated from the street, you're lifted off the ground. For Shabbos that works. Separation creates Rosh Hashayachot. Here, you're not just looking to separate, looking to create something positive. To fashion a sukkah. You need walls for that. You can't just use halachic walls, virtual walls. You need machitzes and ikaris. So in both arguments, we find that Abayi was coming from the Shabbos precedent. If halachically it's Mechitza, here as well. Rabbi says, no, Sukkah is so different than Shabbos. You need a dira, as opposed to dira srucha. You need a dira, provided by Mechitza Sanikaris. Now this ties very well into the next Gemara. We had a case of Dalad Kundesin. He had four poles with Tzach on it. Rabbi Yaakov says, it's fine. Chacham say, can't use it for a Sukkah. Now we know that these kundesin, which the Gemara calls duyumdin, are used by Shabbos. as the Pasir Barois, discussed in Meseches Erevin. You have these four corners around the Be'er. You treat the area within it as Rosh Hashayachet. So certainly by Shabbos it works. Why wouldn't it work by Sukkah? What's the problem? So once again, the answer is very simple. 
Shabbos employs mechitzas. Havdol, separation. The Ritva actually says over there in Mesechus Ervin, the concept of the Yumdin is a halacha mesh mesinai. When you have shame arba mechitzas, a place which is uh, surrounded by four corners, we learn from halacha mesh mesinai, it's considered an enclosed area. Ramam says it looks like it's separate from Shisarab. Yeah, for Shabbos that works. Mere separation generates rishus. Once you've detached yourself from the Rabbim, by default, you're in a Rishus HaYachid. Therefore, the Yumdin works by Shabbos. As opposed to Sukkah, say the Rabbonon, you can't compare Shabbos to Sukkah. For Sukkah, a technical Mechitz is not enough. Over here, you need the Fanois. You need tangible walls to fashion that Sukkah environment, to fashion that Mokimdira of Sukkah. So Rabbi Yaakov maintains we apply this Shabbos principle to Sukkah. Yeah, four corners, consider an enclosed area. In fact, the space between those, the Yumdin, is considered like a Pesach. That's why the Gemara says it can't be more than ten Amis. We apply the Pesach concept. They're like four doors, like a Roman Venus tent on all four sides. So for Shabbos, it's considered an enclosed area. For Sukkah as well, says Rabbi Yaakov. Says the Chachamah, no. Shabbos is different. Separation is enough for Shabbos. Sukkah, Needs to be fashioned as a Mokim Dira. Therefore, say the Rabbanon. When it comes to Sukkah, You want to apply a Tefach concept, a Tefach which is like a, a doorpost. Right? The, the Yumdun have a Tefach in each direction to create that Pesach effect. That doesn't work by Sukkah. You need two, full, two full-fledged, full-size walls to create a Mokim Dira. But we do agree. When it comes to the third wall, we're going to actually learn it tomorrow. Uh, the next day, from and it could be even a tefach. Rechanan says it's like a it's like a pesach, like a side post to a door. So, in concept, we don't agree with you. Sukkah is so different. You need real walls. Shtaim kol chasam. But when it comes to the third wall, that okay, we'll give you on that. Shlish is a tefach because the third wall can serve as a pesach to the area of Dira within the other two walls. So Shtayim need to be Kilchosan to create that Dira. But we agree to you. When it comes to the third wall, that indeed can be downgraded uh, and be applied as a Pesach, in which case even a Tefach is sufficient.